Coronavirus is the biggest threat this country has faced for decades. We're seeing the devastating impact of this invisible killer. There will come a moment when no health service in the world could possibly cope because there won't be enough ventilators, enough intensive care beds, enough doctors and nurses. That is the moment of real danger. The new variant is out of control and we need to bring it under control. And this news about the new variant has been a uh, an incredibly difficult end to, frankly, an awful year. And it's important for everybody to act, essentially act like they might have the virus. And that's the way that we can control it together. The way ahead is hard. And it is still true that many lives will sadly be lost. Our advisory group on new and emerging respiratory virus threats, NERVTAG, has spent the last few days analysing this new variant. It may be up to 70% more transmissible than the old variant, the original version of the disease. You, you might be infectious and that's the way that we have to behave at this moment. Assume you might be infectious, assume you might be infectious and that's the way that we have to behave at this moment. Today the United Kingdom's chief medical officers have advised that the country should move to alert level 5, meaning that uh, if action is not taken, NHS capacity may be overwhelmed within 21 days. And it's going to spread further and I, I must level with you, level with the, the British public, um, more families, uh, many more families, are going to lose loved ones before their time. Your colleague on stage, John Edmonds, has just sent me a statement saying that as far as he's concerned, this is the worst moment of the epidemic because of the extraordinary inf infectivity of this new strain. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, this is a horrible moment, for sure. I just say, I'm really sorry to hear about your two relatives who died from this virus. I mean, it is a very dangerous virus uh, for many people. We're looking to move to a different regime. So as we come to the fourth step, we will change the basic tools that we have used to control human behavior.
after reading that law line, I will be arrested for not taking a fucking vaccine. This is not a fucking joke anymore. This is fucking dead serious. I am fucking dead serious. These people don't know who the fuck they're actually playing with. They are, you know, good they might come and fucking intimidate me and whatnot. But fuck, they do not understand what the fuck just one person like myself is capable of. They do not fucking understand. No fucking vaccine or MRA will ever flow through my fucking blood blood. Never! I will fucking die fucking fighting for my forefathers and my fucking lineage. Fuck these motherfuckers. Score may think they could come and intimidate me. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> no idea. All right, so um bit of a, I should say, turbulent day, of course. Uh, not quite as bad as some. Um, we haven't fallen out of the sky. But uh, the, the fact is that there was a very, very targeted well attack uh, that's what i would call it um that circulated around our discord now the important fact is is that measures that we had in place means the discord is still standing that's nice um i can't guarantee that it's going to be that way so you know Folks, when I I know it gets boring every day, me saying the same thing, doing the housekeeping, but you must understand that we are in very, very censorious times, very, very dangerous territory, and they have to control the avenues of information flow. They've got a shadow, everything, right? Nuke counts, left, right, and center. And the tools to do that are becoming ever more sophisticated. So when I'm saying you need to follow links and other um, hangouts that we do have, bookmarks 
please, please do, because you don't know how much uh, they're going to tighten the grip at the moment. And, you know, that's the landscape in which we have to operate. It's the way of the world now, my boy, way of the world. And so you, you've got to adapt with it or, you know, you're going to you're going to get left behind and you know thankfully this isn't our first rodeo when it comes to dealing with the censorship machine and the you know there's a there's a good uh, esprit de corps among the ranks and you know that's if anything i can take pride in that as well as everyone else for keeping that uh, flame alive such that when strikes like this happen um, we can rally very very quickly and um, the oh demon king um, look if you, you should be out of join from dojo right I, I will show you right now let me just uh, do this right so look go to Join the Discord chat on McCann Dojo, right? Open the link. It'll open. Opening Discord. Continue to Discord. And boom. There we go. Um, oh, it's... Uh, why did it put me in there? That's strange. But anyway, I'm in and uh, can see everything. So there you go. There's the alert for stream and everything um, else. And this is, uh, it, it's the, <laughs> it's the terrain that we have to uh, operate. And if, if you can't get in, it means that you don't have, you need to make a new Discord account, right? That's what I think. That would be my, analysis there demon king you you need to make a new account so go to i don't know just try logging into discord and try making a new account they've probably got all types of um blocks and stuff you may need to get another number etc and because you might be using your phone and so that phone is burnt right now so i'm not sure what to tell you use pc and uh fuck these gaffers all right so uh short of that news um is there anything else to update on no i don't think so i think we should just plow straight into uh the stream of the day the science and we will launch from there why why have you done that come here thank you please this and um all right let's oh of course so let's go back to mccann dojo just again okay please uh follow me on twitter whilst i'm still up there try and join the discord importantly click register to be notified give an email and that will tell you when I go live, okay? And if if there's a something I need to communicate to the group, I'll use that and various other email lists that we have. But, you know, the 
Um, video failed to... That goddamn blick! What's going on? Oh, it's working. Um, so, yeah. Um, of course, all the other um, pleas and um, e-begging. Right. The reason that we're able to be so responsive and... Um, adapt so rapidly is because of support from the community that blue button you can use your usury cards and your gay pal you could become a patreon if you like i don't mind um but uh more direct donations in the stream is always always good and um they don't it doesn't go to fund uh how should we say only fans and uh runaways getting abused or maybe even kidnapped getting abused uh buy me a coffee of course subscribe star any manner of digital tulips accepted just click that uh cryptocurrency and the wallets will open and yeah i've done the rest with uh join the discord etc so um obviously the big news as we were streaming uh the first part of this i hope it's going to be a two-part series was of course Bogosian getting shot down now there's all sorts floating around the net but the best thing floating around the net is the memes that uh it generates and <laughs> this one's oh it's pretty nice uh this one of course was he vaxxed and uh these two have me pissing myself laughing <laughs> And uh, on a similar theme, <laughs> this one, this one is better. It's really got the um, that uh, soy chicken, <laughs> that soy chicken feel, <laughs> right? Uh, let's see, let's see, let's move on. I don't see any questions, etc. So I see people watching. We can. We are well past our launch, and oh yeah, one more, one more thing was, um, you know, the discussion was, oh, you know, around the um, internet, of course, was, you know, was was it missiles and stuff? And there is what appears to be video footage, and I don't see any missile contrails in this, and. Ah, you know, maybe the missile was 10 miles away and you you can't see it. But there's nothing evident in this little video clip of the plane, a plane, plummeting to the ground. Sounds like the engines are running, but it's missing it. it looks like it's missing it. Где, блядь, бабахнет? Куда упал? Вон тут куски летят. Где-то, блядь, упал. Хуя дым пошел какой. А там он куски летят еще. Смотри, какой клуб. Поднимается. Пиздец. Меня аж трясет. Хуеть. Где это? Блядь. Surely he died from COVID. Блять, не видать нихуя. Вон около фермы горим.
There we go, look, Demon King is back. Nice. All right, so uh, I think that's about all I'm going to spend on that because we've got a complex paper to get to. There was something else I wanted to cover. Um, not this, not this, not this, this. Um, free dead, dozen, dozens hospitalized in Poland. Uh, Legionellis outbreak. Again, we have to be looking for these uh, edge cases. I don't know why. Excuse me. They would be um, showing that type of surgery. But uh, death toll has climbed to four in a Legionnaire's disease outbreak in Resesfal in southeast Poland. A local hospital said on Wednesday, 70-year-old man. Uh, well, you know. Um, weak immune systems are a problem. And we want to be on the lookout for this type of thing for more signatures of the... Um, Mm, biowarfare paradigm that we might be in probably are in i would say so just keep keep that in mind keep uh keep looking at these cases karma good to see you sweetheart a big heart um we are uh regrouping of course after uh a decapitation strike hello scumbags and oh, mate, you know what i should do is just uh read out the reason for my uh, what happened there? This school. This school said to me, "Oh no, that's verify email." Yeah, Nick got taken out as well. Um, okay. Hello. Oh, hello. Discord is based on maintaining a safe and secure environment for our community. We found your account to be in violation of our terms of services or community guidelines. As a result, we've disabled your account for the following reason. Your account posted dehumanizing or discriminatory content or incited violence towards an individual or community based on their real or perceived membership to a protected group. Examples of this content include, but are not limited to, content that personally dehumanizes members of a protected group, content that perpetuates harmful negative stereotypes about a protected group, content that calls for the exclusion, segregation, or discrimination against a protected group. Content that makes unfounded claims about a protected group and spreads fear or hostility. Content that casts a doubt on or denies, denies the occurrence of a mass human atrocity. For example, the Holocaust. Oh no! Sincerely, Discord Trust and Safety. Um. <laughs> How are we, Faye? <laughs> My Holocaust! <laughs> My Holocaust! You can have free speech, but you can't have freedom of reach! Go oh. <laughs> in! Never forget! <laughs> Never forget the Holocaust!
Protected groups are now over the First Amendment. Indeed, sir, indeed. And um, that is how they get you. That is how the subversion takes place. And look, the simple fact is, my American cousins, uh, you either stand up for those rights that you have, or they'll get taken away from you. And let's see. Pissed off and says, Discord still doesn't make dollars. has been offered to be bought by MS and Google. Um maybe 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 um the who knows i mean that the, all of these apps are just fucking spyware and um you agreeing to digital contracts and agreeing to be buffeted around by the uh, oh god trust and safety oh boy oh oy vey. um look man we know where that goes we know how it ends up and you know, you might you might cause people to clutch a few pearls now, but getting people's face about it, man. Time is short. Time is short, and you. Uh, Discord is owned by Ten. Well, Ching Chong's, yeah. Um, it got bought up by Tencent, I think. Um, my ex was suspended. I talked of internationalists. Screw them. Well, you know. <laughs> Doing is, we've been looking at the code for the Centropy AI and how they how they rank you. And I, I just in my head, I was just imagining the uh, the meetings that they have where <laughs> this month we reduced the uh, the quantity of oives by thirty one percent. Happy merchant uh, <laughs> memes by a whopping. 48% uh, with someone. someone needs to do like the Hitler meme but they still keep coming <laughs> they still keep coming we can't stop them <laughs> protected group yeah that's a fucking problem that is a problem. You've got to see it. Otherwise, otherwise, you are part of the problem. That's what I would say. Uh, let's see. Oh, more than 10 arrested trying to enter Japan embassy in Seoul over Fukushima. Um... Yeah, you know what, Koreans? Uh, you suck on that treated radioactive water. <laughs> what the fuck are you going to do about it? <laughs> oh, dear. All right. Um, let's get into the science of the uh, the day. Um, was it this one? This one. Okay, so just to reorientate ourselves we went through this paper yesterday right uh acquired immune deficiency syndrome correlation with sars-cov-2 n genotypes so basically we were this paper is positing that there is a chronic or a potential for a chronic acquired immune deficiency syndrome now reading the mechanisms at hand it's different to HIV. I don't think there's any evidence of 
full functional genomic integration like retroviruses. Um, but it seems to be able to um, target immune cells and this this is problematic right this is about immune dysregulation from immune dysregulation comes expression of latent viruses where you may you may have latent retroviruses and um the paper that we're going to do is uh specifically looking at that phenomenon and how that relates to the initiation of prion cascades in the body now again doesn't mean everyone is going to be subject to it this is about following the data as it emerges so you can properly paint in the fine detail with respect to uh, conditions that you might find as you go about your day in the um Uh, the fucktards from Karmadoc, I imagine, means that her Discord got schwacked as well. Um, uh, I don't know what to tell you, sweetheart. It's just, uh, why the world? Why the world now? you just got to suck it up and uh, make sure you're in a position to be able to link up uh, quickly. All right, so... Um, yeah, we did this paper yesterday. Please go and watch the stream yesterday if you need to catch up. And let's get into this paper, Nature Communications. Um, not that that means much nowadays, but uh, published 18th of August. Reactivated endogenous retroviruses promote protein aggregate spreading. Now, this isn't specifically about SARS. This is, um, I would imagine, it's looking at a generalized response uh, i haven't read the paper yet i'm going to delve in it with uh, you my fellow raccoon comrades and uh, you got the same fucking email <laughs> oh oi vey oi vey <laughs> all right um so we, we've looked at a paper from this group before. Um, it's a very, very uh, good paper. Um, obviously, it's not going to give me the link there. But if you want to, you can go find. It is on the Discord server. Uh, ding. Go, go here. Um, highly recommend reading it. This one does look... Uh, SARS-CoV-2 spike protein's ability to cause proteinopathic uh, seeding. Uh, right. So let us... Oof. You know, like papers are... You know, you feel like you've climbed one summit and then you grab yourself up and you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, fuck. There's more, more to learn, more to study, etc., etc. All right, so 
Prion-like spreading of protein misfolding is a characteristic of neurodegenerative diseases, but the exact mechanisms of intercellular protein aggregate dissemination remain unresolved. Evidence accumulates that endogenous retroviruses, remnants of viral germline infections that are normally epigenetically silenced, become upregulated in neurodegenerative diseases such as amyotrophic lateral sclerosis and tauopathies. Here we uncover that activation of endogenous, endogenous retroviruses affects prion-like spreading of proteopathic seeds. We show that upregulation of endogenous retroviruses drastically increases the dissemination of protein aggregates between cells in culture, a process that can be inhibited by targeting the viral envelope protein or viral processing. Human endogenous retroviruses Envelopes of four different clades also um, well, old uh, UV filter plastic from science experiments. Um, well, what's I? Uh, four different clades also elevate intercellular spreading. Oh, I'll be interested to see what those clades are uh, of proteopathic seeds, including pathological tau. Our data support a role of endogenous retroviruses in protein misfolding diseases and suggests that antiviral drugs could represent promising candidates for inhibiting protein aggregate spreading. Hmm, interesting. Neurodegenerative diseases are associated with aberrant folding of host-encoded proteins into insoluble, highly structured, bedis-sheet-rich protein complexes termed amyloid. Misfolding of proteins such as the microtubule binding protein tau is associated with highly prevalent Alzheimer's disease and other tauopathies. In Alzheimer's disease, tau deposition precedes grey matter atrophy, arguing that misfolded tau is a major driver of pathogenesis. Several different proteins such as TDP43 or FUS accumulate in the central nervous system of patients suffering from amyotrophic lateral sclerosis or frontotemporal lobar degeneration. While mutations in aggregation-prone proteins account for some cases of familial neurodegenerative disease, the etiologies of spontaneous diseases are unknown. Protein misfolding occurs through a process of templated conversion in which small ligamas of misfolded proteins eventually fold into amyloid fibrils capable of templating their aberrant fold onto soluble proteins of the same kind. Protein aggregation appears to proceed along neuroanatomical projections, arguing that intercellular dissemination and propagation of protein misfolding underlie disease progression. Now, if you cast your mind back to the... Um, well, we did a prion spread lecture a few weeks ago, and we were looking at the different routes. And, of course, depending on the projections of the neurons, you would uh, go sensory or motor or hematogenous. And depending on the type of prion seed would depend on and the route of exposure would depend on how you express of course these uh, these conditions small seeds of aggregated proteins can be either directly released by affected cells or transmitted to bystander cells via direct cell contact proteopathic seeds capable of inducing protein aggregation in recipient cells can also be packaged into extracellular vesicles exosomes people which are normally secreted by cells for intercellular communication. 
We have recently shown that viral glycoproteins such as the vesicular stomitis virus protein G or SARS-CoV-2 spike S expressed by protein aggregate bearing cells can mediate efficient intercellular contact with bystander cells resulting in protein aggregate induction. That's the paper I linked earlier. That's uh, this one. Again, um, I highly recommend reading it or go find the uh, the stream in which I went through the paper. Uh, do, 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 do. Moreover, viral glycoprotein decoration of extracellular vessels from donor cells harboring proteopathic seeds composed of tau, the yeast SUP35 prion domain, NM or prion protein, strongly increased the EV's aggregate inducing capacity in recipient cells. Thus, viral glycoproteins expressed during infection could act as address codes that enable delivery, receptor binding, efficient uptake, and cytosolic release of proteopathic cargo into recipient cells. Now, what does this mean? It means, again, let's take Gigaspiral as an example when he wants to say, Oh, God, look, there's, uh, there's barely any virions uh, being detected. It's all uh, sub uh, subproteins and genomes etc 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 all being constructed and made in large large amounts all that is being seeded into the environment and the effort to go to make the virion itself you want to give that your best chance right and so this is why this level of biology becomes very um, weaponizable Right. Once you get down and you can start interfering at this level, then yeah, we're in a whole new um, paradigm. Off topic, neuro war is here. Mysterious attacks on the human brain have been plaguing U.S. diplomats and officials with increasing frequency. Yeah, yeah, um, I'm familiar with that. And um, the <laughs> how much? How much more do you need to um, see to understand that this generation's instantiation of quote unquote biological warfare is, as coined by uh, Spartacus, well, this is where I first heard it, neuro warfare. Neuro warfare across multiple scales and dimensions. And right now we're looking at the um, molecular fingerprints of that how can it happen why why should some people succumb compared to others and you know this is always it's one of the eternal questions in medicine why some and not and not other population groups how come some groups are protected etc and so this this is why it's important right no no other topic ranks as high as this one as to determine who was responsible for what we're dealing with right now it's not an accident that they gene transfected you with amyloidogenic seeding peptides and I keep on doing it by all metrics it looks like they're going to try and do it again I don't know if they can pull off shutdowns, etc. But they know, they know that they will get a large percentage of the population to roll up their sleeves, snort up 
extracellular vesicles, etc., etc. It's it's a coming for you. Um, every human is different. Um, you are a unique snowflake. Maybe, maybe, but the there are these reproducible mechanisms at play, and the simple fact is, if they weren't serious disease-causing agents, you wouldn't have all these research directions looking at them. Right? This is, and again, think about it in these terms. The way that we understood nuclear energy last century and we got to the point of being able to cause fission reactions in a um, goal-directed fashion, whether it was to make heat or to make things go boom, right? We can do that and the people who are responsible for what we're dealing with today have a intrinsic understanding of all these mechanisms at play i assure you um Anonymous says uh, Legionellus vulgaris essential oils show strong biocide activity against Legionella essential oils are cheap Fairly safe and can be inhaled, nebulized. Um, yeah, again, um, I haven't tried it, but if people want to get in touch with the Allison guy, he's got um, he's got a sort of broad spectrum antiviral, antibiotic um, vape made from garlic. Um, it's worth trying. Um, it seems it it has. Uh, well, predictive and face validity, I would say. Um, I don't know. We, did, we need to see more large-scale use. Um, all right. So, uh, of course, um, please join the Gilded again. If you've joined in late, we've had another uh, attempt to take us out. And um, I will, of course nudge the crowd um just to let you know please 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 the only reason that we're able to keep maintaining um resistance past these sensor networks is by support this isn't this ain't no robert malone substack this is scraped by seat of the plants science streaming whatever it's um it's a tricky operation um i never thought i would see or um be in this position myself but the good lord in his wisdom decided that i need to be here Hello, Akbar! um eat garlic raw yeah i i eat garlic raw um but you know if you've got something in the lung then um maybe a vape like that would would work um i don't know i don't know i don't know I, I mean look uh try to have as many tools as possible within your grasp that's all you can do in this paradigm um a, a, a giga spiral 
stream of denial about extant reality and biological processes isn't going to help you. Okay. Have tools available. Keep in optimal health. Understand that there are people out there who take joy in your suffering. Okay. They are sadists, psychopaths, merchants of the dark triad. So please, please, please um, stay on your toes. Okay. So viral genes are not only encoded by exogenous viruses invading mammalian cells, but are also remnants of mammalian germline infections that happened millions of years ago. Citation needed, please. Um, approximately 8 to 10% of human and mouse genomes consist of retroviral elements. Endogenous retroviruses share a common genome architecture with their exogenous counterparts, in which the coding regions for the capsid proteins, GAG, reverse transcriptase integrase and protease, pole, and envelope protein, ENV, are flanked by long terminal repeats. The majority of ERVs are reproduced to proviral fragments and only a few are intact or at least contain full open reading frames that are transcribed and or translated. ERVs are subject to tight control by epigenetic modifications that repress transcription. Failure to silence ERVs is associated with cancer as well as autoimmune, inflammatory and neurodegenerative disorders. Importantly, Several human ERV-HERV members are upregulated in the brains of tauopathy and ALS patients. No HERV-derived infectious virions have so far been detected, but HERV-expressing human cell lines can produce viral-like particles. I guess that's the viroid. Um, <laughs> be like a short guy, you and all on your toes. <laughs> Like Paul Cottrell, you mean? <laughs> Gilded Link is same as previous Gilded Link. Um, it's scroll up, Karma Doc. It's there. Um, oh, I'll put it in the... Wait there, just one second. The Discord is still active, okay? Um, ah, I didn't want to do it. There we go. WTYL. All right. So, um, murine herbs of the Maloney leukemia virus clade have integrated into the germline of ancestors millions of years ago. Some inbred mouse lines constitutively generate infectious MLV particles. In most inbred mouse lines, however, the propensity of MLV loci to produce infectious virions is low. Still, Restoration of herbs by recombination events between the dozens of distinct loci of MLV groups, subgroups, in immunocompromised mice induces herb viremia. Here we uncover the activation of endogenous MLVs strongly affects the spreading of proteopathic seeds between cells. By studying the spreading behavior of cytosolic protein aggregates composed of a yeast prion domain in cell culture. We demonstrate that the reactivation of MLVs strongly increases intercellular aggregate transmission. 
reconstitution of heck donor cells propagating cytosolic NM yeast prions or tau aggregates with MLV-ENV was sufficient to promote protein aggregate transfer between cells but was increased when additional viral gene products were present. Targeting receptor binding or viral protein maturation drastically reduced intercellular proteopathic seed spreading. Further, the expression of diverse HERV-ENV glycoproteins is also, inc also increased protein aggregate dissemination in co-cultures. These findings raise the possibility that derepression of ERVs accelerates the prion-like spreading of protein aggregates and suggests that ERVs represent potential therapeutic targets for disease intervention. Yeah, you know, this is, this is kind of grift science and... Um, well, you know, it's the way they play the game now. So, all right. So, um, I guess I'm going to need a dual screen. Uh, all right, so um, for this study, we made use of our cell model, which is based on the SUP35 domain, NM. NM contains the prion domain of the Saccharomyces cerevisiae translation termination factor, SUP35, that can form self-templating protein aggregates. The prion domain shares compositional similarity with prion domains of RNA binding proteins, FUS and TDP43, known to form protein aggregates in ALS and FTLD. Soluble NM expressed in mammalian cells can be induced to aggregate by recombinant NM amyloid fibrils, resulting in cell populations that faithfully replicate NM aggregates over multiple passages. Once induced, NM aggregates also transmit to bystander cells by direct cell contact or via EVs, thereby inducing NM aggregation. Using our mouse neuroblastoma N2A sub 35 N5 NM model system, we isolated N2A subclone S2E with a HA epitope tagged sub 35 NM prion aggregates. HA ag. I wonder if hemagglutinin is what the HA is, but. Um, I guess that's in the method. Interestingly, this clone outcompeted other clones in its aggregate-inducing capacity in recipient cells. For simplicity, we here call this donor clone N2A NMHA. Surprisingly, its aggregate-inducing activity in co-culture experiments strongly increased when cells were cultured over prolonged periods of time. The increase in aggregate-inducing capacity was reproducible, occurring approximately between 7 and 16 passages post-cryopreservation. Donor cells at high passage number retained their NM aggregate-inducing activity even when cryopreserved at passage 21 and subsequently taken into culture. For convenience, donor cells cryopreserved at P1 or P21 passages were subsequently used for experiments for up to six passages, if not otherwise noted. For simplicity, we refer to cell populations as early and late passage donors, respectively. Increased donor passage number also increased aggregate induction in recipients cultured with condition medium from donors. This effect was abolished when the condition medium was sonicated prior to addition to recipients, suggesting that aggregates might have been contained in extracellular vesicles that were destroyed by sonication. Interesting. 
Alright, so um can we extract anything meaningful from this? Um recipients with aggregates. So this is days of passage, P7 to P16. Yeah, yeah. Particles per mil. Okay. Primary cortical neurons. Mm, interesting. Um, now, the images aren't very clear to me. Um, but let's see what B says. B. Confocal images of recipient and donor cells P7 or P16 shown as Z stacks. Nuclei were stained with hooks. Note that donors have not been stained for NMHA. Insets close up. Percentage of recipient cells with N. Oh, D was the next one. Confocal images of recipient cells exposed to EVs from donors P7 and P16. Mmm. I wish I could say, you know, it looks to me like there's cell loss and you still see the uh, the particles, cell shrinkage, I should say. Um, I don't know what the... It's not hugely um, convincing. Why not? If, if you're going to so much trouble with your immunohistochemistry and confocal imagery. Why not make it clearer? Alright, we previously demonstrated that NM aggregates are transmitted to bystander cells by EVs to test if this was also the case at late passage. EVs, exosomes from donors of different passages were purified. Oh, I should probably read this uh, page. Keep this up here. Uh, so, induction was observed with the EVs from late passage donors, demonstrating that EVs were involved in cell-free aggregate spreading. Sonication basically abolished the aggregate-inducing activity of EVs. Increased induction was not due to increased EV secretion, as particle numbers did not change significantly over prolonged culture. EVs isolated from late passage donor cells also increased NM aggregate induction in primary cortical neurons, arguing that intercellular aggregate induction did not require mitotically active cells. So why did they do that? So the um, the first objection in reviewing this is that you're seeing seeding because you're using a immortalized cell line, and so they're... Um, they're going to behave abnormally as compared to healthy healthy tissue. And what they've done here is get um, a tissue culture of healthy cortical neurons, added their extracellular vesicles, and they basically see the same uh, mechanisms taking place. So it's got nothing to do with the, uh, the, the cancer-causing cell line, they're saying. No aggregate-inducing activity was associated with supernatant fraction following ultracentrifugation, arguing that soluble factors such as cytokines unlikely played a major role in intercellular aggregate induction. In line with this, real-time PCR using donor mRNAs did not reveal major differences in cytokine expression upon prolonged culture. Supplementary data. 
to identify changes in the proteomes of donor cells that might contribute to protein aggregate spreading, we performed mass spectrometry analysis of total cell lysates, figure 1H, and donor EV fractions at early and late passages. Post-cryopreservation. Among the proteins increased in donor cells and EVs upon prolonged culture, we identified mouse endogenous MLV proteins to be highly increased. More supplementary data. You've had enough? Thank you, thank you. Never enough, Jiribakchi. Never enough. More. Um, let me just, I don't know who to say thank you to at the moment. That forced me to log in. Uh, I'll check that in a sec partially overlapping open reading frames for MLV code for polyproteins GAG comprising nucleocapsid capsid P12 and matrix protein pole reverse transcriptase integrase and protease and for the envelope glycoprotein ENV they're transcribed as full genomic viral RNAs as well as subgenomic mRNAs coding for only only for ENV. Prolonged cell culture increased mRNA levels coding for MLV ENV and GAGPOL in both cell lysates and extracellular vesicles. By contrast, transcripts for retro elements, wherever these are, IAP, ETN1, II, well familiar with line one, and MUSD remained largely unaffected. Western blot analysis confirmed increased expression of ENV and GAG in cell lysates and EV fractions from donors upon prolonged culture. The presence of capsid demonstrates GAG processing by the viral protease. Donor cells produce both active viral particles and EVs. Remember what I said about all those peptides that are being stored up for the gigaspiral thinks it's just ah! <coughs> It don't do nothing. It's uh, non-competent. Non Replication non-competent. <laughs> man, what a fucking spiral to go on, man. And miss the fucking target. <laughs> Hilarious to me, man. All right. Uh, let's see. Um, illustrate light. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much uh, for the dono. It's greatly, greatly appreciated. Keeps the duck in the fight. Keeps that bleak fed. And in Mackie D's, let me just see if there's a um, another dono. I'll try and um, hopefully, hopefully there's another one and I can aggregate them together for... Uh, no! You old K26Rs! You know what that means. Right. Uh, well, I'll see if I can get another one to, uh, before I trigger something. Right, so to test if the expression of ERVs has been triggered by NM aggregation, we performed quantitative real-time PCR on mRNA extracted from different N2A NM populations before and after exposure to recombinant NM fibrils. How that got done PCR is just non-selective. <laughs> it just gives false positives all the time, it's useless. Aggregate induction had no influence on the induction of endogenous MLV subgroups, arguing that upregulation of MLV is likely influenced by other means. Uh, all right, so we're going to go down to the next figure. Are we seeing? 
Um, they look like extracellular vesicles. And yeah, it's just measures, more measures of the extracellular vesicles um, and their Western blots for the different proteins. Not, um, not hugely important. Unless that, what is that? I Dixonol. Hmm, does that stop it? Let's see what they say about figure two. To demonstrate that donor cells produced infectious viruses, vesicle fractions derived from donors were added to murine Milan A cells, a cell line permissive for MLV. Detection of GAG and EMV by Western Blot demonstrated that cells produced an infectious virus. We further tested if Vectofusin 1, a compound that increases viral interaction with cellular membranes, could enhance aggregate induction. Aggregate induction was also increased when a conditioned medium was added to recipients in the presence of Vectofusin. Figure 4. This was free, right? 2. 3. Yeah, 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 yeah. Four compounds. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, does this, you know, the, the question is, yes, there are elements that can increase it, the seeding. Um, we want to know something that would decrease it. And I'm wondering if there it is in the bottom. Look, F. Amprenavir. Does it look? Mm. Interesting. I'm presuming that's a nucleoside analog. Amprenavir, a protease inhibitor used to treat HIV infection. It was approved by the Food and Drug Administration. <laughs> We've all got to take fucking HIV drugs now to stop the prions. <laughs> Fuck that noise. Uh, we still have juicetonic notifications in uh, Discord. Yeah, well... Um, we may as well keep an eye on the stupid, right? Whilst it's it's there for good. Right now, it's just uh, there for um, entertainment. All right. Interestingly, MLV like oh, hang on. to demonstrate donor cells produces. Yeah, we did that, didn't we? Do that vector fusion. Yeah. Interestingly, MLV virus-like particles can be formed that lack retroviral RNA. Interesting. To test which vesicle fractions released by the donor cells were NM seeding competent, we separated EVs from viral particles by an idoxanol velocity gradient previously used to separate HIV-1 virions from micro vesicles. Well, 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 we, we can just uh, we can stop reading right there because uh, uh, HIV is a virus and we all know that viruses are not real. Can't spread, especially those RNA ones. Fractions with the highest particle concentrations, fractions two to six, harbored Alex and NMHA, arguing that they contained EVs. Gag and Env were distributed throughout the gradient with highest levels present in Alex positive fraction. Now, look, I, I'd quite like the writing style. It's easy to read. Not like the paper yesterday when it was in uh, Spanglis. 
Spanglish, I should say. Um, but the... Um, this jumping around between figures it's not a it's not a good way to format your written um article a block of text should be describing a particular phenomenon all the data in should be in your figure and move on um so i'll, I'll give this paper a little negative point for that particular um mess around now you know why why do that um it can throw off the uh how should we say interested amateur as they just get thrown back and forth between figures etc but um the you know the tenor of the paper just is basically saying this these viral peptides etc can cause this sub layer of pathology that people haven't really thought much about they think about intact virions doing the damage it's not it's far far more complex than that and as we saw yesterday with that n protein having a binding site for cd147 they have co-evolved to attack immune systems to help facilitate the process that I'm describing here. Question being, how have they really gone and pulled the trigger with respect to weaponization? My answer right now would, of course, be um, you absolutely must look at it through that lens until we can dismiss the hypothesis. And right now, more and more data fills that information bucket. Right. I need to find a dictionary for all the acronyms. Um, look, Google will find them for you very, very quickly. Um, you know, there's a there's a reason they're used. It's just to compress the text. When you're submitting to a journal, you have a word limit, etc. And you know, you just don't. When you're typing, you don't want to be writing out like I can see in front of me reverse transcriptase every sentence right that's um yeah and so it becomes very acronym heavy etc and um the if you just have a question what's such and such i can probably uh find out real quick for you okay but the important thing here is evs extracellular vesicles exosomes means little little packets of information being spat out by the compromised cell and seeding seeding via receptor docking mechanisms in this instance that's what they're arguing uh, ba, 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 ba. reverse transcriptase activity was almost exclusively present in fractions 8 to 11 arguing that these fractions contained active virus this was confirmed by electron microscopy which revealed membranous 80 to 100 nanometer spherical particles with an electron dense core characteristic of gamma retroviral particles in fractions 9 and 10 um 2g yeah, that was, uh, let's go back up here. That's what we were looking at here, right? 
eh. Again, um, you know, some something as important as this, it would really be nice if you could get a... <laughs> That's that's the max it goes. So extracellular vesicles two and three fraction nine. Some uh, so it's got the electron dense core, and I don't know what those cores at the bottom. <laughs> but um, you know, to a, a trained eye, these are um, it fits a model paradigm. That's. The science, that's what science means. And so they can continue to further their hypothetical decision tree, if you like, as where to where to pursue next, where to put precious resources with respect to trying to perform this very, very important data uh, experiment. Uh <laughs> Yeah, those uh, those papers from the eighteen hundreds, man. They uh, they're brain twisting. Only only the best can uh, <laughs> can figure those ones out. All right, so big four. All right. Uh, so we did the fractions, etc. Highest aggregate induction was associated with RT negative EV fractions, two to six. Back to figure two. Interestingly, aggregate induction could be inhibited by antibodies against MLV env in both co-culture and EV experiments. Hmm. We conclude that NM aggregate seeding activity is mainly associated with the RT-negative EV fraction and aggregate induction can be inhibited by antibodies directed against MLV-ENV. Look, man, does this mean you should go and get um, antibody transfusions against your... Uh, <laughs> your endogenous retroviruses? I'm not sure that's a sustainable option. Maybe if you're really sick... I don't know. Like, do you, do you go for like a five-year service where they uh, they give you an infusion? <laughs> it's so um, it's such fundamental biological processes. Um, I would be. I want to see the monkey data, man. That's what I want to see. <laughs> We tested if silencing of MLV in donors affects aggregate induction in recipient cells, transfection of donor cells with free individual signaling RNAs targeting MLV gene products, likely due to multi-copy ERVs, partial knockdown of GAGPOL or ENV, still decreased NM aggregate induction in co-cultured N2A NM GFP cells, arguing that ENV as well as GAGPOL contributed, contribute to enhanced proteopathic seeding. Free D. Uh, yeah. 
Uh, hardly. Um, hardly overwhelming data, but um, I will give them. I will believe them at this sense whilst I'm just doing a pass through. Um, ba -ba 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 -ba. Right, what's I? Okay. MLV expression underlies epigenetic control through promoter methylation early during de development, as DNA methyltransferase inhibitors can induce expression of ERVs. We tested if erasing this repressive epigenetic mark potentiates aggregating inducing activity of donor cells. Treatment of donor cells at early passage with DNA methyltransferase inhibitors, five as a cytidine and desitabine resulted in increased expression of MLV env and gag mRNA and increased env and gag protein. Both drugs also significantly increased NM aggregate induction in recipient cells when these were co-cultured with pre-treated donors. In reverse experiment, increased methylation by treatment of late passage donors with L-methionine, betaine, or choline chloride resulted in decreased env, gag, pole, mRNA. Well, there you go. Take your methionine and uh, swallow that betaine, folks. Um, or choline chloride. <laughs> and uh, that reduced aggregate induction in recipients. We conclude that modulation of MLV expression affects intercellular aggregate spreading in our N2A cell culture system. Viral protein maturation required for NM aggregate induction. MLV proteins, ENV and GAG, require the MLV viral protease for processing into mature proteins. To investigate if increased NM aggregate induction depends on the proper maturation of viral proteins, we tested anti-HIV-1 drugs for their effects on NM aggregate induction in co-culture. Among the four tested HIV protease inhibitors, aprenovir and atazanavir have previously been shown to inhibit MLV protease. Treatment of co-cultures with these compounds had no effect on the percentage of donor cells with pre-existing NMHA aggregates. However, the two MLV protease inhibitors, atazanavir and amprenavir, reduce the percentage of recipient cells with induced NMGFP aggregates. Great, so we've all got to go for... Uh... <laughs> we got to go take uh, anti-HIV drugs and uh, <laughs> antibody infusions every five years. Oh my word. Other HIV protease inhibitors, reverse transcriptase inhibitors, or hepatitis C virus protease inhibitors had no effect on donor aggregates or aggregate induction in recipients during co-culture. Oh, nice specificity, I guess. Um, we hypothesize that aprenovir inhibited MLV protease-driven viral protein maturation in donor cells or during extravesicular formation and thus had no effect on recipients. Thus, we tested the effect of the protease inhibitor aprenovir on NMGFP aggregate induction by re treating recipient cells one hour prior to the addition of EVs isolated from donor cells. Uh, long passage and incubated them together in the presence of the drug for a further 12 hours. As a control, donor cells from long passage were also co-cultured with recipients in the presence of the drug. As expected, aprenovir only inhibited aggregate induction in co-cultures, but not in drug-treated recipients exposed to EVs. 
By contrast, when donor cells were pre-incubated with different concentrations of aprenovir for three days and subsequently co-cultured with recipients in the presence of the inhibitor, the aggregate induction in recipients was drastically decreased in a dose-dependent manner. Likewise, EVs isolated from amprenovir-treated donors inhibited strongly reduced aggregate-inducing activity in recipient cells. Amprenovir did not affect secreted particle number. Interesting. But impaired viral protein maturation. These experiments suggest that maturation of endogenous MLV-encoded gene products in donor cells or donor-derived EVs is required for efficient aggregation induction in recipient cells. Prep time, yeah. <laughs> wow, uh, Nick Spittles, you've uh, all that, all that uh, Mickey taking out of the homos. Uh, now you're in it too, huh? You can all, you can all enjoy the prep experience. <laughs> Holy fuck, man! What a world. What. A... They just, they just fucking gene transfected billions, billions of fucking people, man. <laughs> Holy shit. Holy shit. Well, we just got to pray that it didn't, it, it, you know, the, the numbers were small, small enough that it doesn't have the impact at the population level. But the, the problem is, I just, I just don't think that epidemiology is pointing that way. Between immune dysregulation and these prion cascades, it's a nasty, nasty business. Do we get mass rebate or will the drugs stay as expensive as they are? <laughs> I don't know, man. Fuck taking them. I, I don't want to live in this world if that's the case. I'm, uh, I'm done. I'm not, I'm not taking Pufta's drugs. No way, no how! Never! 1,800 papers. Did surgeons wash their hands before surgeries already? I want to say Lister was... Um, 1700s now uh. isn't that lister hand washing Joseph lister um Eighteen sixty-seven. There you go. <laughs> only, only eighteen sixty-seven since we thought about you know scrubbing up before uh, before getting in there. <laughs> no, that's just the terrain, Governor. You'll be all right. You'll be back on your feet in a minute. Nah, <laughs> yeah, bite down on this. <laughs> Uh, let's see, Centropede says there's no way to recover from genome destabilization, exogenous mRNA injection, which seems to be what this paper is alluding to indirectly. Um, look, this is in model systems, right? And so you've got the translation problem. 
Oh, really? This is just saying, you know, you should be aware of these mechanisms and, um, th you know, be thinking about it when trying to formulate and structure um, what it is, how you want to approach a problem. But it needs doing in larger model systems. Um, it's beeping at me. Um, yeah, beyond beyond that, I don't I don't know what else to tell you. Um, so you can have the black pill here, or you can go for some giga spiral nonsense. It's up to you. Um, me, I'm I'm determined to understand what they're doing, right? And does it mean everyone gets fucked? Does it mean we have to let them force us into public health measures which are dystopian? No, it doesn't. And the best way to be able to push back against it is to fully understand the mechanisms at hand. Such that nonsense interventions are prevented. You know, the shutting down of nursing homes and separation of families etc you know the, n none of that is um necessary um should you be putting your old folks into homes uh and filling the coffers of the state that way no how about a bit more extended families old fuckers nut up and die in your beds that's what i say <laughs> Uh, Feswoody says the doctor who recommended washing hands before treating patients was completely shut off in the medical field and died penniless. Um, probably. <laughs> probably. Um, Grant in the house. Good to see you. Good to see you. I want to trigger a stinger. Come on. Someone send another dono. Someone send a dono for the doc. Is it there? Hey, cat! Thank you very much, and uh, we can have. Uh... If you smell, what the rock is cooking? I. All right. Um. Uh, viral ligand receptor interactions drive NM aggregate induction. MLV envelope proteins mediate specific contact of virions with their cognate receptors on target cells and induce cargo release into the cytosol by enforcing the fusion of lipid bilayers. Wah, wah. Holy fucking shit, man! It just just thinking about it and the fact that that with these people have done a very good job of establishing that the spike protein does the same thing, triggers this signaling, right? Well, it will go docking. All those CD one forty seven receptors, <laughs> blood brain barrier, be damned. Immune barriers be damned. They're, they're going through and uh, they're going to do their thing. 
Uh, Doc, whatever happened to Captain Fagring? Captain Fagring as well. He uh, came to visit earlier in the year. He was in uh, fine feckle. Uh, I look forward to hopefully seeing him again soon. Um, maybe, uh, maybe early next year. But uh, yes, he's uh, he's in um, fine form. All right. So, where was I? Yes, fusion of lipid bilayers. According to our proteomic analysis, polytropic ENV was expressing. You had enough? Hey, never enough. Let's just see who that was. And thank you, thank you, thank you. You can have a. Wow! Hardcock Bailey for the your pleasures. Right. Um, uh, polytropic env was expressed in. Oh shit! <laughs> I guess one of the drawbacks of being cabled in still, right? But I refuse to have uh, radio signals buzzing around in my ears, as convenient as those wireless buds are. Um, uh, according to our proteomic analysis. Polytropic ENV was expressed in long passage cells, suggesting that contact between polytropic ENV and its receptor XR, XPR1 was involved in NM aggregate spreading. Silence of recipient MLV receptor XPR1, but not MCAT1, the receptor for echotropic MLV, strongly reduced NM aggregate induction in co-cultures and by EV exposure, confirming that produced MLVs belong to the group XPMLVs using this receptor. Silencing of both receptors in recipient cells had no effect on NM aggregate induction by recombinant NM fibrils, arguing that NM aggregate uptake was mediated by EV receptor contact, contact and not direct contact of an NM seed with the receptor. Uh, let me read that again. Um... That was a complex paragraph. Silencing of the recipient MLV receptor, XPL1, but not MCAT1, the receptor for ectotropic MLV, strongly re reduced NM aggregate induction in co-cultures and by EV exposure, confirming that produced MLVs belonging to the XPMLVs using this receptor. That was that produced MLVs belong to the group of XP MLVs using this receptor. Okay. Silencing of both receptors in recipient cells had no effect on NM aggregate induction by recombinant NM fibrils. Oh, interesting. Interesting. So it didn't even require um, receptor binding in this instance with the um, amyloid type, arguing that NM aggregate uptake was mediated by EV receptor contact that doesn't make sense. Silencing of both receptors in recipient cells had no effect on NM aggregate induction by recombinant NM fibrils. Arguing that NM aggregate uptake was mediated by EV receptor contact and not the direct contact of an NM seed. Mediated by EV receptor contact. Mm. I have to come back to that. Seems seems a bit counterintuitive, but um, maybe all will become clear as we go through the discussion. And what were they talking? Figure figure seven, right? Um, see if anything is uh, clear on that. Seven, six. 
different herb glycoproteins increase intercellular protein aggregate spreading. Okay. I don't know, man. I interpret that as saying that the extracellular vesicles, it's still saying extracellular vesicles require receptor contact. So it can't, basically saying it can't be naked protein. It's got to be envelope wrapped with a receptor on it. Mm, yeah, I'm I'm skeptical of that personally right now. Um, this this would be time when if I was reading this paper I'd put it down, go get a cup of tea and uh, think about it for a while um The quantitative analysis of the percentage of recipient cells with induced aggregates, donor, HEC, tau, GFP cells, transfected or not with plasmids coding for HERV, KMV, HERVW, Sintitin-1, were subsequently co-cultured with human primary astrocytes, expressing tau, FR, sol. Please note that due to technical challenges, the high percentage of HERV, ENV expressing donor astrocytes with tau aggregates required for co-cultures cannot be achieved. Hmm, yeah, now I'm starting to view stuff in here that's making me... making me want to... Go back and read it in. This is this be one of those papers I have to print out, look at it on paper, make notes on it. Um, but maybe more will become clear as we dive further into the paper. So XPR1 is a receptor with eight putative transmembrane domains and four extracellular loops. At least six polymorphic variants of XPR1 restrict infection by specific XPMLVs with polymorphisms in ECL3 and 4 affecting the entry of certain XPMLV subtypes. Mmm, there's those polymorphisms again, hmm? Analysis of XPR1 of susceptible N2A, NM, GFP cells demonstrated that its ENV recognition domain differed at nine residues within ECL3 and 4 from XPR1 expressed by HEC NM GFP cells. A cell line refractory to NM aggregate induction by N2NMHA derived EVs. Why would it be refractory? Because of uh, the polymorphisms differed at nine residue yeah, yeah this is <laughs> look all you molecular biologists out there start finding out who these polymorphisms are um helpful to in this particular instance that's that's where we've got to be looking that's where i would be putting the computing power to right now <laughs> well i you know i think you see it at the epidemiological level already right we've we've kind of established that already um again 
There are four groups you want to be looking at. Who has the capability? Who is not allowing inspection of their biowarfare facilities? Who's doing experiments like this? Um, I just wonder where they are based. Vorberg. Mm, I wonder where that... <laughs> German Centre for Neurodegenerative Disease. Mm. All right. Okay, I mean, the conclusion is here. We conclude that efficient NM aggregate induction via co-culture or EVs depends on the specific interaction of ENV with its receptor. As xenotropic MLVs are unable to infect murine cells, the respective ENV involved in aggregate spreading is of polytropic origin interesting interesting all right uh, retroviral proteins promote the spreading of nm and tau aggregates the foregoing experiments demonstrated that upregulation of mlv strongly affected intracellular aggregate spreading so far it was unclear if generation of active viral particles was required for this process to test this heck nmha axles not coding for mlv were transfected with combinations of plasmids coding for mlv gag pole amphitrophic mlv env 10 a1 and mlv transfer vector for virus production Vera cells stably expressing NM GFP were chosen as recipients due to their high expression level of amphitropic ENV receptor PIT2. Never heard of it. Ectopic expression of viral protein ENV resulted in significantly increased aggregate induction rates in co-cultured recipients with higher induction rates when ENV and GAGPOL were expressed simultaneously. Highest induction rates in co-cultures were observed when donor cells were also transfected with retroviral transfer vector TV. We confirm that cells transfected with all vectors produced active viral particles by exposing wild-type viracells to conditioned medium from donors transfected with packaging plasmid and whatever that was, transfer vector coding for luciferase. EV concentrations in the conditioned medium increased when cells were transfected with an ENV and GAGPOL construct. Highest vesicle numbers were observed when cells were also transfected with TV, thus producing virus. When adjusted for comparable vesicle numbers, conditioned medium cells producing active virus also most efficiently induced protein aggregation in recipients. You know you'll get some wank stain like uh, Bailey or Kaufman going, well, you know, it's part of the uh, clean-up mop-up crew, isn't it? <laughs> all, those, all those amyloidogenic peptides, they're, uh, they're just doing a job. <laughs> wow. I'm... Uh, I'm amazed that i'm having to read this stuff in the manner that i am and um having to think about what this means and what does it mean 
What does it mean, Dr. Kev? Uh, let's just do this and do this. Let's have a look what it means in the real world. Come on, PowerPoint. Yes, yes. Yes. Vaughn. Fuck me. PowerPoint's still as slow as it was with uh, Windows 98 and... <laughs> Oh, it's the one before that. It was 95, and before that was Windows 3.1. <laughs> Thank you. Fuck me. I will be giving a presentation this week about Daphne Monkey. Um... Right, so... Um... We're interested in um, incapacitated states, neurodegenerative states, and mon monkeys are one of the better model systems for this. And um, what we have, or what we have available, is Daphne. Daphne was my precious. And she developed an early onset Parkinsonian-like syndrome with associated neuropsychiatric sequelae. I think is the best way of putting that. And the... Why? Why did that happen? Why did she emerge? How, did, how come I picked her out in a colony of thousands of monkeys? Well, I saw that she had a little tremor very tiny at the beginning and you know that was my uh how should we say core interest at the moment what's happening at the network level state when this disease process is ongoing now in the primate modeling of these disorders world we don't have good models, right? We can take a neurotoxin and we can, yeah, we can induce what looks like Parkinson's by going in and selectively destroying dopaminergic neurons. But we've never, ever, ever had in neuroscience history, Daphne. And Daphne had a single point mutation in one gene that maybe, maybe correlates with the type of condition that she had maybe we don't know it was there's some crossover in the human literature but it's uh, it's debatable it seems to be a stronger signal in japanese than it does in uh, caucasoid haploid groups and the 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 premise at the time or, or the working hypothesis as daphne was being found was this was as the proteins that were associated with these disorders alpha-synuclein had been identified tau had been identified all, all these 
different proteins have been identified as being <laughs> you had enough no never enough never 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 enough uh let me say thank you to uh karma oh karma you can uh what can you have you can have uh oh let's see uh well uh just for you sweetheart as uh it is this one work I'll do uh, what's his face? That is me. Uh, I am a legit scientist. All published and shit. She. She. Please. All right. Um. So. Daphne here, at this point, is about the equivalent of forty-five to fifty years old. In monkey years, uh, uh, early, this would be an early and severe presentation in these symptoms. Should you rocked up at the clinic like this, you would be an interesting specimen for the neurologists, neurosurgeons, and pharmaceutical sales reps that would be circling around you like vultures. Should you rock up at a clinic looking like this, um. Like the QR thing was so easy. Nice. Why did we abandon the QR code? Oh, we don't have to abandon it. I can do it right now. Uh, let's see. Um, do, do, do. I say that, but <laughs> no, no. I do have it somewhere. I just got to switch it on. There you go, boom, in the corner. Um, use the tools of your oppressors against them, Lexpills. Right, so let's let's have a look at uh, Daphne. Why? How does this present? What are we What are we talking about? All this proteinopathic seeding and extracellular vesicles filled with uh, amyloidogenic prion-inducing uh, cascades. What happens when um, you can succumb? to these issues. Well, this happens. You can see she's got problems moving. She's full of tremor. She's hunched over. She's missing much of her hair. Why is she missing much of her hair? She's developed a condition called trichotillomania. It's a, it's a marker that we use for OCD. Her brain is filled, filled with a cascade of events. Now, in this particular instance, had I, had I been um, the, the, our focus was alpha synuclein. This this was this was where the data would point. We've got got to look at alpha synuclein, right? Um, the she, yes, there was higher levels of alpha synuclein in her. Um, did we do the proper tests for amyloid? No, no. We were too hyper focused on Parkinson's. And if if I could go back, I could go back and do the experiments again and um, you know, have the foresight and hindsight, or hindsight that I have now, uh, hindsight being twenty twenty, I would I would have delved down this pathway 
and you know the the our assumption our working assumption was that th this was a uh, combination of the virome the japanese macaques have she's also loaded with um endogenous retroviruses etc etc all these have come into play to produce that and we will And um, go here. And then, of course, we did the brain imaging, etc. And um, this is the slide that I want to see that. So um, this basically is an example of a monkey that we made chemically Parkinsonian. So we take a neurotoxin, we stick it in the muscle, inject, boom. And a few days later, you've got a nice Parkinsonian monkey takes a lot of work to look after it but um there it develops all the symptoms that we uh or not well, say all but a lot of the um <laughs> thank you dj <laughs> much appreciated uh the and so we're interested in daphne's brain and what do we what do we see what's the difference that we can see between this brain and this brain well you can see all these midbrain nuclei pudumen globus pallidus externus internus subthalamic nuclei are all dark with mri what does that mean what's what's dark what's black mean on the uh, on this type of imaging well it's usually an indicator of iron buildup and very selective for the nuclei. It's not all through the brain. It's focused on the basal ganglia and also the deep cerebellar nuclei. But a, a very, very um, widespread condition affecting all of the body. We, we tried very hard to get eggs from this monkey because she was so important, but nothing was viable. And again, how how much was due to the external virus, her internal endogenous viruses, stresses in the environment, the gene mutation itself, yada, yada, yada. I don't know. I don't know. Um, all I know is, is that that's what we had with respect to um, the first emergence of... Uh, a full 
early onset Parkinsonian like syndrome a prion like condition. It can happen. Dare I ask what neurotoxin you injected for initiating Parkinson's? Yes, uh, it's called the acronym is MPTP. It's one for methyl tetrahydropyridine. And it was discovered by accident by people trying to make synthetic opioids, pethidine. And the this was back in the 80s. And there were a whole bunch of people in the Bay Area that got hold of this miscooked batch, whacked it in their veins and woke up basically Parkinsonian. Brilliantly lesioned. And it, 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 it turned neuroscience on its head because previously you had to go in and you, hack, you had to use a specific neurotoxin that was state of the art back then called um, 6-hydroxydopamine and you would have to directly inject that into the brain whereas this one you could systemically inject it the rest of the body appeared to be untouched but it selectively knocked out the um, the dopaminergic neurons in the substantia nigra and it did that by acting as a mitochondrial toxin, basically. Shut down electron transport selectively in dopaminergic mitochondria. A, a massive um, technological leap forward with respect to modeling. But it didn't satisfy all the criteria with respect to your model system and what you would get in the... Um, the clinic in the clinic they see things more like this now you get iron build up with age etc it's it's there's a normal progression right and there, there are scales where they they'll say you know you should have with, with this amount of iron signature in the brain you would expect it to be on average 70 years old for example a person to be 70 years old She's got the brain of a 90-year-old, 100 years old, uh, in her 40s. And it took, there was a lead-up phase to this as well. It's, just, it's not like she hit 45 and got sick. So that means that the protein misfolding was on, you know, started early on in the disease process. Could we have got in and made interventions against it? Maybe, maybe, but... Um, in this instance, we were just, or my focus was to nail the network interactions. How did the communication between all these dark nodes in the brain talk to each other relative to how just the chemical lesioning talked to each other? Could we see differences? And there, were, there were some overlaps, but there were some differences as well. Um, I don't know if... Uh... Yeah, I don't have her pet imaging in this presentation. That's odd. Uh, not odd, but maybe act at the end. Right. Human. Uh. Oh, shit, no. 
Yeah, so those interested in the um, genomics of it, the um, this gene, SHC2 gene, um, is the gene in question. Um, do, 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 do. Skip that, skip that. And we wanted to look at this. And here we see what we were calling a multi-system atrophy model. And this was using a PET ligand. And the ligands back then were just, they really weren't at the, the level. Although it was still, it's still very much an active area of research. Who, who can get the better ligand to target this particular um, peptide and, and maybe alpha synuclein wasn't the better target but you can see relative to the age match control um, she's got a far far higher signature in her um, midbrain but also interestingly in other tissues outside of the brain uh, of the body it's a system-wide um, signal that we're seeing and, you know, I don't know, <laughs> how how translatable is it? That's always the question. She's an N of one, right? But an N of one where we were able to do experiments that we could only sort of hypothesize with respect to human data. And yes, some of it matched, some of it didn't. Um. All right, let's get let's get back to the paper. All right, so they go on. Next, we tested if retroviral proteins also. So the point being that a process like this is likely ongoing in Daphne monkey. That's what you call your organization when you don't know where things are, right? Um, it's just I have just so many slides and presentations that. You know, you, um, do, do you want to, you could keep them all in one slide deck, right? But when the, when your slide deck suddenly becomes seven, eight, nine gigabyte, <laughs> it's just a, it's a pain in the ass to just keep copying it everywhere. And so, um, I might sort of trim stuff out. It depends on when I made the presentation, etc., and who I was making it for. So, um, all, all that factors in. All right, so do, 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 retroviral proteins. How long is this paper? Because it's 4 a.m. and I have a morning appointment. Mm, we're nearly done. Next, we test. Uh, you know, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna finish this paper tomorrow. Um, because these th this is this is important in data, uh, important data, and so I wanna now. Now you've sort of 
looked you've got an idea of what it is that they're talking about this this prion like seeding going through it's you know their argument is that it's receptor mediated etc in order for it to propagate from one to the other um and in their model it's possible to inhibit it in with respect to retroviruses you can use the protease inhibitors it's an interesting um uh time different earth <laughs> observation and um and so now again looking at daphne monkey we can you you can think about well what does what does that mean etc and why you know think about why she's looking like that and and then we have to understand the pathology from these tiny little peptide fragments up to the emergent network and organ system interactions to the outwardly expressed behavior and how it impacts normal function okay and um yeah i think i think i'll do this in two halves it'll be a, a part three which i will do tomorrow because i've got to i've got to be up in a little while so um let me just see if there was uh paul said he sent through i don't know um we'll see and uh, yes i see it and uh fear paul you can have uh get those wokelings under control oh, good, good day, come on yeah, right, Shut up, you multicolored air bitch! Yalla! Um, you can go to the Gilded. Please go register on the Gilded, and um, that's backup. Discord is running normally. The Discord server is fine. Um, these uh the attack wasn't success wasn't successful because of our uh, how shall we say organizational prowess and ability to uh <laughs> meet the enemy head on on the battlefield <laughs> give him a give him a black eye and a bloody lip um so uh yes make sure you're joined at gilded just in case the um the discord server does get nuked and uh also make sure that you're please i would uh, i would humbly suggest that register to be notified right and if something I, I use that to say i'm going live right and i'll try and put it out across as many channels as possible register to be notified and that way you can get an email etc you can also go to we talk you listen open link in new tab do that and um you can register there and we can email you uh via the streaming platform as well make sure you're reachable right now because they don't like me i drop uh too much truth it's uh and it's dripping molten hot truth that just burns through the bs okay and um right now you've got to be on your feet on your toes with respect to what they're trying to pull and you know as i was saying yesterday we don't know what uh this new world looks like where they've seen transfected everyone and the immune dysregulation has kicked in with a circulating biowarfare agent right that's the world we're in right now you can accept it and uh <laughs> understand it or not it's up to you 
it's up to you all right um i tried joining gilded but i needed approval from chris um yeah if you just there'll be a waiting room and what have you and uh i'll i'll just go and check that right now but um we'll finish this paper tomorrow thank you for those for supporting the stream i will be back hopefully tomorrow evening um isn't isn't it friday today yes so um it's uh you gotta feed the bleak later um but uh i will um i'll be back i'll be back all right take care god bless I'll see you in the next one coons bro you don't know how angry i am you do I'm like i was just leaving for fucking work you do not understand how fucking pissed off after reading that little line i will be arrested for most taking a fucking vaccine fuck these papers I will fucking kill each fucking kappa, I swear! <laughs> this is not a fucking joke anymore. This is fucking dead serious. I am fucking dead serious. These people don't know who the fuck they're actually saying. Fuck these kappas. No fucking vaccine or MRA will ever flow through my fucking blood blood. Never! I will fucking die! Fucking fighting for my fucking bees and my fucking forefathers and my fucking lineage! Fuck these motherfuckers! All them five. This guy. Sim tech 45,000 turned in. Let up! 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 Let